The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. The world in chaos is very bad for us. Wars and rumors of wars on top of that. We have the wars and just rumors of wars everywhere, which is really a biblical prophecy. The globalists tried to destroy America from within. Uh, I was almost not able to do today's show because I am quite weak. So if I get out of breath, I just want you to know, yes, I'm not doing well. And I know for most people, they can't tell. But today's show will be difficult for me. Um, it is what it is, and I'm going to push through. All right. Just give me a second. Steve Bannon. Oh, before I get to Steve Bannon, we'll get to Steve Bannon. Infowars. They had some good stuff on here. And, and I want you to understand that these wars and rumors of wars, it's all been predicted by the Bible. And as a Christian, you really got to start leaning on God if you're not doing it right now. If, if this stuff scares you, don't let it. Don't let it scare you. Understand that, in fact, it should encourage you. It's just more proof that God is who he says he is and does what he says he's going to do. Uh, if I die before all of this happens, I have comfort knowing, seeing that God is doing what he said he was going to do. And it just it strengthens my faith even more that I know, I know where I'm going. So I can have courage when I see this, but I know there's a lot of people who do not have courage. They're afraid. And I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to understand that God will take care of who he, needs, who he needs to take care of. And when you're in a situation you don't think you can handle, which could happen in the future, I don't know what's going to happen for you, and you feel like it, you'll be able to handle it when the time comes because God will help you through it. I know that that sounds cheesy, and I know you hear other people say it, but trust me, there's no way I should be able to handle the situation I'm in. Somehow I do, because God does it. So anyways, let me get to InfoWars first. I like these little montages that they, they made, just about really just shows some of the chaos that's going on in the world, too. So take a listen. When you have U.S. senators in both parties saying we may need to go ahead and nuke Russia first, and the Russians are aware that's almost happened before, what do you think that makes the Russians do? Well, it makes them go into war mode. 
So I don't like them invading Ukraine. I don't like him putting his nuclear forces on maximum alert. Only one level above that on their DEFCON, just like our system, and that's fire the weapons. And so now we have Democrats all over the news saying, let's just use nuclear weapons on Russia. Think of their ignorance. Russia has hundreds of submarines off our coast with sea-launched missiles that would vaporize our cities within five minutes on average of being launched. Sea-launched cruise missiles that fly at Mach 5. Land launch systems they can also launch from ships that are at Mach 9 and cannot be shot down. And yes, the United States has those too. That's a Pentagon lie that, that Russia developed systems that we don't have. It's on record the U.S. has those systems. The point is it's called mutually assured destruction or mad for a reason because anyone that would violate the mad doctrine is insane. And you know, I'm on the side of not having a nuclear war, especially when Russia is not starting a fight with us, and especially after we just heard for years that everything happening in this country is run by Russia when that was all a giant lie. The globalists are the outside evil force. Yeah, there's more. I'm going to just pause it there and give you more. The nuclear threat, the assured global nuclear destruction, I don't think is assured. And I think that's another problem we are facing. Honestly, folks, you look who's in the White House. If 20 years ago, I told you, hmm, World War III will break out and in the White House, we'll have a senile old man named Biden who doesn't even know where he is, and the vice president would be Kamala Harris. And they're going to handle World War III for you. And then the people that are in their high cabinet positions, like a Janet Yellen, are all super old senile people. And yeah, Mitch McConnell is still there as a super old senile man. I don't know. Mitch McConnell's not senile, but still. He's having like, Weird things happen to his brain where he spaces out. We don't know what that is because he's old. Have I told you that? And Chuck Schumer, all these super duper old people are going to take you through World War III. You would be like, oh, uh, no, we won't survive. Would they even fight? And that is the real question. This is the... I think they just are all posture. I think you have true communist liberals that don't hate communism. So why would they want to blow up other communist nations when they actually agree with the communist nations? They're communists themselves. They hate this country. And for them to pull the trigger and kill millions of people by blowing up the other country's cities, this is the other thing. I don't believe if we get attacked that our military bases are what will be targeted first. I think they will be targeted, but not first. The very first thing would be the populated areas. And as soon as you do that, it's over. Because they would be fighting to win as quick as possible. How do you win as quick as possible? Kill everybody. Especially if they're in a massive small confined area and you can just kill millions and millions in one blow boom if if your goal is to just win as quick as possible then that's what you would do if you have no moral standard guidance to say not to do that whereas and i don't think it's morals 
I think we would be in utter shock because I don't think our leaders think that anyone would ever do that because they think there is mutual destruction. And yet they're the ones that would be the one that guarantees that there isn't mutual destruction. I don't think they would respond. And I think they wouldn't even know which country hit us. I think they would think they know, but they wouldn't know 100%. And since they don't know 100% which country to hit first and which country hit us, or is it just one country? Is it multiple countries? And they would want to take time to try to figure that out. There is no time to figure that out. You would just have to randomly respond. Randomly. That's what you'd have to really do. And, and I, I don't see them doing it. Let me give you the next video that was that they they had. They played them like back to back to back. I'm just going to give you this one. Take take a look at this one from uh, Infowars. The satanic new world order is betting against humanity. They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down to the ashes of history. Trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, who have decided they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we're going to steadfastly continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, we put our destiny in the hands of God. Because it's been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us? So true. And I think that's what you're going to have to live by. You're going to have to have as much blind faith into God as you possibly can. Let's, let's move on to the war room and Steve Bannon. Take a listen. And you see these college campuses, and you're going to have all this, and it's only going to get worse when they go when they go tunnel by tunnel, block by block, and take it apart like they are bound to determine, and they feel they must do for the survival of Israel. Well, the world's going to say, with uh, Joe Biden, we own it now. Because you got the commander-in-chief. I mean, to me, it is absolutely outrageous that the combatant commander... Here's what's outrageous about it. Let's say I don't even disagree with strategy. You got the combatant commander of CENTCOM in Israel right now. You have the commander-in-chief unprecedented flying into Israel in the, in, the, in the beginning of this, in the middle of this thing. They have not come to the House, and they have not come to the Senate. What, is this, what have we argued from the beginning of this Ukraine war a year and a half ago? That he had to come to Congress... And to explain it, what the objectives are, what the strategy is, they don't have to give the details, you don't need to give the classified stuff to the Russians, but that you should you should do that. You owe it to the people. We, we have a thing called the War Powers Act, and hey, maybe that's unconstitutional, but that's got to be taken to the Supreme Court and argued. He needs to come and make the case to the House and the Senate of exactly what we're doing. We're $120 billion in there right now. We don't have $120 billion. Yeah, and they're not going to... He's not going to do that because then that gives you a voice and they don't want the American people to have a say because they know the American people are not really on board with any of the things that they've been doing in their foreign policy. 
So the Biden administration isn't looking for your approval and they're not looking for your advice. They're not looking for anything other than how do we usher in a one world government, but keep it under control and not have everything get into chaos. And I've been telling you that they're so stupid, they don't realize that it's going to go into chaos and they're the ones that are going to get destroyed. They're the ones that the globalists want to get rid of the most. But they are convinced, even with all of this, that somehow they are going to survive and be rewarded by the communists and globalists around the world for bringing their own country down. When the communists and the globalists around the world will not reward them, they will laugh at them and say, suckers, you did exactly what we got you to destroy your own country. You had control of the entire world. You were the ones with all the power in the world. And we promised you, if you destroy yourselves, we'll give you global government power. Except for you already had it, you morons. That's why we promised it to you. So we could have it. We couldn't believe you were that dumb. I really think they can't believe the Americans are this dumb. And yet, each night, they go to bed thinking, wow, they really are that dumb. Wow, when Republicans say liberalism is a mental disease, they were right. It, it's a different type of uh, communist liberalism in America when communists and liberals live in America and are born in America than the ones outside. The ones that aren't born in America, they still love their countries. And that's what people have to realize. It is only, only socialists and communists within our uh, nation that they hate our nation. They hate their own country, the place in which they live. The other communists, they have pride in their, in their countries. They want their countries to be the most powerful. Only in America do we have people that want America to be the weakest and be as weak as possible. What does that prove? It proves it's not even about communism. What it proves is it's really just about pro-God, anti-God. They don't like America, the communists within America, because of the Christians and the godliness that it tries to proclaim or used to at least proclaim just like the outside people don't like that as well. The communists living in non-godly countries are fine with their non-godly country because their country already is non-godly. So there's no need to hate their own country. But as long as America's godly, the people who are communists that live within America, even if they were born here, will hate this country because it's all about actually hating God. And that's your 100% proof right there. It always comes down to it's about God. There's two things in life. You're either for God or against God, and that's it. That's what everything comes down to in everything. Politics will push you in that direction. Just living your daily life, whether you live it morally or immorally, and of course, religion. It all pushes and points to what is your 
What is your belief going to be? Whose side are you going to be on? Are you going to be on God's side or against God? Let me give you more of Steve Bannon. Pick up where I left off. You're going to be fighting for me. You see the you see the appropriations for those of you in this audience that stayed up to two and three in the morning and watched the appropriations process and the amendments and the fight, and they're fighting over line items with a couple of million bucks in them, as they should, and they should be there for weeks and weeks and weeks fighting that under no time constraint. And it's it's a civics lesson for the people at home because that's how you have to get, as Russ Vogt says, we got to do this programmatically. Program by program, we get the woke and weaponized, and also the unnecessary, where the federal government shouldn't be in this business. They're fighting over millions, tens of millions, sometimes billions. Those are those are those are fourth decimal place rounding errors right now. But to be drawn into this and now to have the coverage, this is the new COVID. This is the new or Ukraine. They run out of one thing, they go to the next. Now it's going to be this. And my concern is that for young men and women. Under 35 years old, which CNN, the poll CNN tells me, I think it's 26% or 29%, you know, only support Israel's move in this. The number was shocking that really, the, I think the boomers were at 81%. And it goes down by age because it shows you this is where you're, you're paying for the woke and weaponized education system, the propaganda education system. And that, that's been one of the biggest problems is the proper edu- education system. Some of you might be wondering, Ben, who cares about this stuff for you if, if your health and cancer is going to get you, which is what they think it will, and it's acting like it's going to, and who knows? Don't be surprised. It could be quick. It could be months. I have no idea. Right now, I mean, times I've gone through up and down times, and I'm on a downturn right now. So I don't know. Do I pull out of the downturn? I hope so. I might not. So why do I even care? Why am I even doing this show? In my situation, I I should just say, screw it all. I honestly am doing it for you. I'm doing it for For everyone, they need the wisdom going forward. And I never know if I reach just one person with something that I said that makes them really like, wow, and it changes their direction. And that does happen. I heard one guy talk about, not not about me, I didn't do this. He was just talking about some teenager who was like 16 years old, gave some speech as a conservative 16-year-old. He wasn't there to see the 16-year-old. He came out ahead of whoever the main speaker was. But the 16-year-old said some things that impacted him so greatly that he changed his entire life and awoke from liberalism and everything else uh, and turned to God and conservatism. And it it all changed. And that 16-year-old has no idea that he impacted impacted that person that way. And whatever sentence he said that was so impactful made everything else click to where he could see now other things. He didn't need the 16-year-old to continue his journey forward. He just needed the 16-year-old to point him 
in the proper direction to where he, oh, oh, I see. I'm supposed to go that way. And so I think about that sometimes. And I think, I hope my shows do that with people. And I just don't know. There's somebody there and then they watch the show and I have no idea how it's impacted them. But it's like, oh, you helped me. And that point on, I've, I've been on a better path. I, I've been focused and gone in a better direction. And that would be a huge blessing to me. And of course, you'll be giving me blessings in heaven for that because that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for blessings on earth. So that's the other thing. I don't look at what am I leaving behind here? Not looking at that at all. I haven't been, and I, and I thank God that I had time to actually try actively. I really did, hopefully not in a bad way, but I actively said, screw earthly possessions of caring about that. It's much more important to please God. And I don't know what the rewards will be, but I hope I get some. I know I'll, I, I'm, I know, well, I do. I do know I'll get some because there's promises within the Bible about certain rewards. I don't know what I'll get, though, overall, and I don't even know what it will be like. I have no idea. And I think God wants you to just do it by faith. He doesn't want you to know. He just wants you to, do you trust him enough that you will turn away from this world? And stop worrying about uh, gathering things in this world. Could you imagine if I worried about retirement? And I put all my money into a 401k. I didn't. And I look at that and say, it's a great decision. Because look, I'm not going to retire. It would have been pointless for me. Because you don't know what the future truly holds. And if I had a love of money and I was looking for that, and people said, and I remember there was times where they're like, you can double your money, if uh, whatever you put in and put it. And I'm just like, I said, by the time I'm at retirement age, I already I knew this. I knew America. I was like, I don't even know if people will be retiring because I understood America's history. Retirement was an, uh, a made-up thing by Americans. People used to not retire. There used to never be such a thing as retirement. Um, and, and the unions and stuff is really what got that pushed in. But anyways, I don't want to go down there. The point is, is... Are you living for this world? Because this world doesn't care about you. This world, it's going to go on without you. But it's going to destruction. These wars, these rumors of wars, the chaos that you are seeing. I was going to play you another clip of Steve Bannon, but I, I actually am out of time. I don't have time to squeeze everything in, so that's all right. What's the most important thing you can get from this show? That Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man comes to the Father except through him. You hear me say that. Some of you have heard me say that so many times that you have repeated it yourself in your own head, and yet you have refused to accept it to be true. I, I don't want... Well, I do. I want to scare you, because you should be scared. That's scary. You're saying it, you hear it, your lips proclaim it, but your heart refuses to believe it, and you want to stand before God on your own and say, I'm going to take my chances? 
I don't need your son. I don't need his salvation. You're just an overall God and I'm going to take my chances, just stand before you. I don't need him to get me in. When of course there's no way for you to get in. You can't make yourself perfect. Only Jesus can make you perfect. What do you think that means? It means his blood has to cover you. But if you want to stand on your own, you're crazy. So don't be crazy anymore. Change now. This is this could be your last chance. I love you guys. See ya! Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe and hit that like button. As a lumberjack, my job is pretty straightforward. I see the wood, I chop the wood. We even hear crazy ideas on how kids should learn. Visit thenewamerican.com for real news you can trust.